0: listening to Kingdom Dynamics, you are a new creation Christian, which means you stand in heaven and on earth at the same time. You're actually a spirit man that'll live forever, wrapped in a body. As you see what the Father's doing and do it, as you hear what the Father's saying and say it, you literally bring heaven to earth. I'm here to release you to be who you really are. Enjoy listening and don't forget to share it. Hey, Church of the Living God, I'm so excited for you because I look into my spirit and I see the, the rivers of living water that flow out of my belly. Did you ever notice Jesus didn't say they flow out of, out of his belly or out of heaven or out of the Holy Spirit even, but they flow out of my belly. Because I am a vessel of honour, useful for the Master, prepared for every good work. That's 2 Timothy chapter 2. You see, the Bible calls us to live a holy life, separated ourselves unto God. And I've given my life to Jesus Christ. He bought me with a price. He bought me with his blood and he has given me access and entry into heaven and he's given me ownership in fact the Bible says that he is my inheritance and I am his inheritance everything that belongs to the Father belongs to me I am a son of God and this real kingdom it's not a religion. This real kingdom is is real. And now the spirit of truth is the spirit of reality because that word truth is really defined, translated reality. So Jesus said to the disciples and to us, he said, I'm going to go to the Father and that's better for you because I'm going to send you the spirit of reality who will guide you into all reality. Who here wants to be guided by the Holy Spirit into all reality. You know, religion is not reality. Religion is man's attempt to be God, man's attempt to reach God. But Jesus rebuked the Pharisees and he said, "'You are slamming the door shut in the faces of men "'who want to enter the kingdom.' you aren't entering and you won't let them enter. And that same religious system has infiltrated the church. It infiltrates our own mind. You see, Jesus said to us in his red letters in the Bible, his own words, he said, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees, which means be very concerned and avoid the teaching of religion. You know why? Because it leavens the whole bread. Yeast takes over. The kingdom is yeast and you have to de-yeast yourself. You have to take out of your mind the teaching of religion. Religion will always put God away from you. You're not good enough. You didn't tithe enough. You, it's a lie. It is all a lie. You've actually been forgiven of all your sins. Your past is gone. Jesus accepts you. The Holy Spirit is the guarantee of your salvation. You are seated at the in, in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And you see, this new reality is the only way to live as a Christian. What is this reality? I don't even know if you're ready to hear it because every Christian I've told, almost even the closest followers and friends of mine, they continually get shocked. Like Jesus shocked people. Because really the reality is so simple. It's so profound but it really offends the mind. So let me just say this first. Paul said spirit is at war with the flesh. Paul said, the natural mind cannot comprehend the things of the spirit. The things of the spirit are offensive to the natural mind. They're spiritually discerned. So when I talk to a non-believer about Jesus being born of a virgin, dying for our sins on the cross, they cannot understand that. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4 that the, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But we as believers are sometimes blinded as well. Jesus made it clear. Many are called, but few are chosen. Jesus made it clear in the parable of the sower that there are some people who receive the word with joy. But the, the, the worries of the world, the deceitfulness of wealth, choke the seed. Or the sun comes up and scorches the seed. Or even better, this is the, the most dangerous one, that the enemy comes and steals the seed that was sown. But a, you, can, you are, of course you are, you are the one that is the good soil. I'm telling you now, whoever you are, you are the good soil that produces a crop. But how do you produce a crop? You die, guys. You cannot force fruit out of yourself. You have to yield. The secret to Christianity is yielding the secret to the kingdom of god is yielding you just got to let go let god but you can't be holding on to your own life you have to let go of your life gee i could go on to a teaching but that's not the point because i haven't told you the secret i haven't told you what the reality yet because it's i know that most of you will be offended and just hang up the phone and turn off the podcast but the truth is that god copied himself Okay, Genesis chapter 1. Hang in there for a minute with me. God copied himself. Think about think about the earth as as a lock and and God made a key that was the perfect shape to unlock the the earth. And if you put any other key in there, it won't open. And and that key is in the shape of God himself. And then he made man who was the exact shape and image and likeness of God. And Jesus even prays in John 14 to 17. He says, Father, you know, let them be one as we are one. He says, Father, the glory, the fullness that you and I experienced before time, in the beginning, before we created the heavens and the earth, That glory that you and I had, Father, would you give it to them? Do you understand what Jesus is saying? In Revelations, he goes on to say even more in the book. But listen, 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 shh, listen. I silence the spirits, okay? God made you in his image. You are a perfect shape to unlock the earth. The earth, in fact, it's not just earth, it's heaven and earth. Heaven and earth were meant to be one dimension. And I believe during the fall, they were slightly separated. You know, look at how Jesus lived. He walked on the water. That's that's not abnormal. That would be normal when heaven and earth are together. He multipl- We're not meant... We were meant to be in heaven and on earth at the same time. And we were meant to to think that I would like to eat a pear, and a pear tree was meant to come up out of the ground and produce pears in a moment. I mean, in zero seconds. That's what Jesus did with the loaves and the fishes, right? He just made them invisible. He just materialized them out of nothing, right? That's the way it's meant to be. And so if you look back at at, uh, Matthew chapter, uh, uh, I think it was 14, um, John the Baptist gets beheaded. And Jesus retaliates, is my own interpretation, but it seems interesting to me that the devil... Couldn't get Jesus right. Jesus said himself that the enemy has nothing in me, right? So what does the devil do? It's the same in my life and in your life. If he can't get to you through temptation or whatever distraction, he'll start to try and get to you through other people and through and through circumstances. This is, guys, don't you know this? This is the gift. Oh God! Oh my God! I could speak forever on this. I'm, this might be a fifteen-hour podcast. The the enemy is a strategist. He is a king. He's the king of the kingdom of darkness, okay? And he's a strategist. Now, he's blind because of his arrogance, okay? And he doesn't know everything because he's not God. And he can't be in two places at once because he's not omniscient or omnipotent either. But he is a strategist. And so the enemy will first go after you, he'll go after you with temptation you know, looking at women lustfully or the love of money. If he can't get you to get addicted to pornography or to, or to or to, get addicted to pride and to think that you're the best and you're the most important, he'll try and get you through offence and then he'll try and get you through circumstances like sickness and, and, and things, breaking and poverty and losing your job and then he'll try and get to you through your family and then eventually he'll just try and get to you through anyone. And so you might even have... I've had people yell at me through the window of my car in traffic. it's you know demons manifesting in other people like Mr. Smith in The Matrix manifesting in other people to, to Neo. if you haven't seen the movie you won't get that. What's the point? The point is Paul says we are not unaware of the devil's schemes and so he's going to try to get to you through other people. so Jesus was untouchable. he was he defeated the devil in the desert he he wasn't tempted he didn't sin and so the devil tried to get to him through killing Lazarus through killing John the Baptist the enemy can't stop being who he is he's the thief who comes to steal kill and destroy so he went he couldn't steal or kill or destroy Jesus so he went and stole and killed and destroyed other people he started to work on Judas he started to work on Peter he started to work on 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 John the Baptist and on Herod and he strategized he sent demons to her the, the, these stories aren't just two dimensional there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in the invisible realm so the enemy would have been tormenting Herod at night with with dreams and with paranoia and with you know maybe even schizophrenia and stuff like that and so Herod was paranoid right he thought that Jesus was John the Baptist resurrected there was a whole bunch of stuff going on his wife was 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 probably being harassed by spirits of jealousy and and nepotism and and, he, and a whole bunch of stuff and so the enemy strategized to create a circumstance that would get john the baptist beheaded because he couldn't get to jesus and so he he beheads john the baptist through king herod and his wife herodias and and you know the story and then jesus goes away and this is what we need to do when stuff goes wrong. We need to go to the Father, but that's not. A, this is not a teaching. And so Jesus goes away. And then what happens in the same chapter? This, this is immediately the same verse, the same chapter, the same day, the next day, and the same day, the next couple, of, the next, the same twenty-four hours. Jesus goes full Superman. He goes X-Man. He goes Captain Marvel. He walks on the water. He multiplies the bread. In other words, he's going, you know what, devil? I'm going to pay you back. You're trying to get to me by killing John the Baptist. I'm going to show you, and I'm going to show these people the one thing that you don't want them to know. And I'm telling you, Christians, the one thing the devil doesn't want you to know. It's the kingdom of God, guys. It's the kingdom. See, the devil doesn't mind if you're in a religion. The devil doesn't even mind if you're a Christian, and if you're born again. Of course, he'd prefer you to go to hell. But if you're born again and you're not producing fruit, then you're not displacing his kingdom. You see, the kingdom of darkness, like every... Guys, you've got to get this. The kingdom of darkness, like every other kingdom, desires to increase. Every kingdom, every empire wants to increase. The United States of America or Great Britain or the Great Spanish... Um, armadas and all of those kingdoms they want to take territory so the territory is taken in in men guys the kingdom is taken now jesus took back the keys of the kingdom right he defeated the devil on the cross but he said he will soon crush fate satan under our feet the church is going to bring that final crushing okay but listen to this the enemy doesn't really care if you're not producing fruit. So if you're born again and you're going to heaven, well, he can't touch you. Okay, he can't. I'm telling you, that's another prophetic word for you guys. Someone needs to hear that. He, he can't touch you. Okay, the Holy Spirit's a guarantee of your salvation. And even if your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart. It's in 1 John, I think. Um, anyway, the point is, the enemy is threatened by you if you understand the kingdom. That's why the enemy goes after the seed. He doesn't go after the sermon. He doesn't go after the great Bible teaching on Sunday morning. He goes after the seed. The one thing he's terrified of is a Christian who can see and understand the kingdom. Because that's the Christian that will bear fruit. Now what's the fruit? The fruit is people. The fruit is other Christians. Listen, it's bloody simple guys an apple tree produces apple fruit. So there's this satanic teaching that a Christian who bears fruit is bearing, you know, faithfulness. That is not fruit. That's the fruit of the Spirit, yeah. That's like, great. But the fruit of the kingdom is people. The fruit of the kingdom is other people born again. Let me say this. The territory of the kingdom exists within the hearts of men. The kingdom of God, the kingdom is the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you understand that. Paul said, the the, the kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The The Holy Spirit was the spirit of promise. Joel spoke of the promise of the Holy Spirit. So the whole story from Genesis to Revelation is all about the kingdom coming. And the whole story about the Genesis to Revelation and the whole story about the kingdom is the whole story about the Holy Spirit coming. See, the Holy Spirit coming is the point. The Holy Spirit coming is the kingdom because we are in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is in us, and that is the fulfillment of everything. Okay, so as a Christian who's filled with the Holy Spirit, you then need to begin to renew your mind so that you don't have the yeast of the Pharisees in your mind, so that you're thinking about things above and not things beneath, and so that you can walk into all reality. And so this is the, this is the reality, guys. This is the secret that Jesus is trying to tell you today through me you are a son of god you are meant to walk on this earth as jesus walked you are meant to walk on water you're meant to walk through walls you are meant to command dominion over every demon there's no demon that's greater than you You are meant to heal every disease. You are meant to heal every sick. You are meant to lend and not borrow. It doesn't matter. And listen, it doesn't matter what your circumstances say. This is where you need to totally let go. Totally let go of your life. Totally let go of what anyone thinks or of any circumstance. It doesn't matter how your wife is doing or your husband is doing or your children are doing or your bank account is doing. You can be in prison like Paul. It is irrelevant because you're dead. You no longer live. Don't. I'm not even going to entertain the satanic thoughts that come from religion. Okay. God. The truth is what the Bible says, and that's it. So you can be. You are the head, and not the tail. Fact. You are born again. Fact. You are in heaven right now. And that's the secret of this reality. You, right now, are like Jesus. 100%. You, right now, are one with the Father. You, right now, irrespective of how you feel or whether you're sick in your body or not or whatever, you are healed. Right now, see, Jesus says in in Revelation chapter 3, If you overcome, I will give you a place to sit on my throne. God is letting you sit on his throne. That's like there's nowhere else to go, guys. There's no higher position in the universe. I don't know if you understand this. How do we overcome? By the blood of the lamb, legal transaction, and by the word of your testimony legal transaction. The Bible says he gave you the authority, the legal right to become the children of God. So what do you do with your sickness? What do you do with your poverty? What do you do with your marriage? What do you do with your children? What do you do with all these circumstances that may or may not be in line with, 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 with the kingdom of heaven and what God wants? Well, you overcome by the blood of the Lamb Legally, and by the word of your testimony, legally. So, with your sickness, say, Jesus, I am already healed. I am already healed. I'm already healed. I'm not sick. I receive healing because of your stripes. His blood paid for it. Ka-ching! And your word sealed the deal. Let me tell you what prayer is. Prayer is God saying yes to what he's already said yes to. He's already written a blank check. He just needs you to put the dollar figure on it. I'm going to say that again. He's already written the check and given you a checkbook. Prayer is you just writing whatever number you want. No limitations. Okay? It's all there, 100% for you. Thank you, God. That was from Kevin Zadai, the checkbook. Beautiful analogy. Heavenly Father, right now I release the kingdom on these people. I know the days are coming when I am gonna uh, communicate this from you know from your pulpit, from your stage, wherever that is, and you've given me a great promise about that. I can't wait. And I'm even gonna go ahead of time and, and grab that for these people. You would give these people the kingdom of God right now. You know, just say, I receive the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Guide me into all truth. Holy Spirit, would you guide this person into all reality right now? Every reality of the kingdom. Every reality of the kingdom. Help them to see that angels are here right now. Help them to see and open their spiritual eyes. And I say, wake up, spirit man. Wake up. Wake up. I call your spirit to come alive I revive you now I wake you up in Jesus name my words are spirit and life and I touch you now by the spirit of God and I say wake up spirit man command you to wake up in the name of Jesus I fl- Lord I flick the switch they are waked up now their spirit is alive every shackle is broken every demonic attack and force and strategy the enemy is pulverized and dematerialize right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And what I do is I break the yoke of Satan over this person. I break the yoke of the kingdom of darkness. Every single strategy of the enemy over this person's life, it is like dominoes right now dissolved, 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 dissolved in Jesus' name. Guys, I want you to know it's like a carpet bomb. It doesn't matter even if you don't feel this. I promise you, by the Spirit of God, a carpet bomb has gone off on your life right now. And everything of the enemy, every structure of the enemy, every relationship, every satanic force in your life has been completely dissolved 360 degrees around your life right now. I'm telling you, you've got a a clear slate in the spirit. There is no limitation on your life right now. There are people in your life who've been uh, sown into your life by the enemy's desire. There's uh, like underground bunkers and things the enemy has built there, traps that he's laid for you, gone. They're just pulverized. It is completely clear for you right now. I'm telling you the truth by the Spirit of God. Everything has been cleared out. You've had just the biggest shot of Valium and antibiotics in the Spirit. I'm telling you, you are... Is untouchable, immovable, powerful force in the kingdom of God right now, and <laughs> the truth—you don't need anything, guys. You there's—I can't. There's nothing more I can give you. There's nothing more that <laughs> Jesus can give you. You have the kingdom, man. He—I don't even know what to say. That's it. Your eyes are open now. It's up to you. Don't fear. Don't go into condemnation. Just pray in tongues. Rejoice. Lay in the Father's presence. The Holy Spirit is available to you right now. Just walk with Him. Walk with Him. And and He will show you. You don't need me. You don't need me. You don't need, you know, Kevin Zadai and the internet. Listen to us and, and other people. And, and, you know, we need community. We need the church. But, I mean, I'm telling you, you've got the Holy Spirit. And you need no one else to teach you.